got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth Instead of dividing them with lies, we're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of Country and Western Tuesday. <laughs> you can get involved by calling 888-7753-773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E. My biblical question for this week. What is sanity? What is sanity? You can listen to the show on your iPhone, iPad, if you're out and about. You know, you're working or you you um, working out. Anywhere in the world, you can listen to the show live on your iPhone or iPad by calling 641-793-1500. 641-793-1500. One five zero zero. All right, and we have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson dot com slash show. jessaleepeterson dot com slash show. Follow us. Hit the bell. Ring it. Hit the like button. Follow us on rumble dot com slash jessaleepeterson and cozy dot tv slash jlp. All right. I want to go back to Josh. Josh, I had to put, hold him over from the break there. And Josh wanted to respond to the biblical question, what is sanity? Josh, go ahead. Thanks for holding. Yes, sir. Uh, no problem, man. So um, a, a sanity, a person has sanity when they are controlled by the logical side of them as opposed to the um, illogical side of them. So you said you have sanity when you're controlled by the... Repeat that. By the, the logical spirit in them. Are you speaking of someone else or yourself? Um, Myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, speak, I'm not saying I, you speak I don't as, have sanity, no. You don't have it? But No. Well, how you know what it is if you don't have it? Uh, I know what it's not, I guess, because <laughs> I know what it's not. <laughs> and so what is, so, uh, what is it not? It's not, um, you know, believing, believing the, uh, the animal side of Myself, you know, I guess there's the animal side of myself, and then there's the 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 logical, civilized human side of myself. And 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 so so you are insane. Um, let's see here. I am in that where the the spirit in me is insane, and I I believe I'm subject to that spirit still. And so, why are you subject to the spirit? Because I I'm weak in that I I I can't sit in that the pain of um I guess yeah just the ego pain. I give in to it. And so if you believe that what you're saying is true, why can't you do it? Or is it just, uh, why can't you do it? Or why won't you do it? Um, you know, maybe, maybe I don't truly believe it. 
maybe I just I just see it intellectually because, or maybe maybe it takes time. I'm thinking it takes time for me to practice um, not reacting when those when those uh, empty moments come and just enduring that pain. Yeah, that's true. That's totally true. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. And so, in clo- in closing, you say sanity is what? Sanity is when you're completely controlled by the the logical spirit in you, as opposed to the animal illogical spirit in you. Amazing, interesting. What is insanity? when you're controlled by the, the illogical animal spirit in you. And what do you mean controlled by it? How do you know when you're controlled by that? It's when you do things that you know, you know will hurt you and others, but you still do it anyway, even though you don't want to do it, like, like vices. And that's what's happening with you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right in that it takes time to overcome that. And it only takes time because you have identified that as being the real you. If you knew for sure that it wasn't you, the thoughts and the pain that you have, if you knew for sure it wasn't you, you'd be over it right now. and just take a blinking of the eye, but because you've identified with it and thinking that it's you, it's taken forever. Right, right. And what it does is it, it, I go a good six, seven months, you know, without, you know, with, with, with no issues, not believing thoughts, and then it pops up on me. And then, um, you know, the guilt from, I thought I was over that, and I'm still believing thoughts. The guilt from that causes, it's like, a, you call it a counterattack one time. You know, it's like it, it, it pushes you deeper in, that, that counterattack from, the, you know, from judging yourself, from judging myself. So. And how do you know you go three or four months or six or seven months and then it happens? You know, that, that's just my, my experience with just the vices in my life. You know, I thought, I was, I thought God took that away from me. And, um, you know, all it takes is for one little thing that, to shock me, you know, That's back true. into, yeah. And yeah, what, so. why would you think that guy has taken that away from you? Um, because I, I, I don't, I go that long without having a desire for it. And you know? so where do, where do thoughts come from? Right. The, the, no, that was, the a, that was a question. Where do thoughts come from? The devil in me. So why would you believe that thought when it comes? Because I'm dumb. (laughs) 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 But I know now, though. I know now not to, like, not to believe it. Right. All all thoughts are from the devil. None are from God. And so when the devil tell you, oh... Six months have gone, and you're not giving it to your vices. You're about to give into it. But if you let it just pass without even knowing that, with that, I mean, let it pass knowing that that's not from you, it's from the devil, then you don't have to give it to the vices. Yeah. And eventually, as when the devil disappears, the vices disappear. Right. But you can't let... Some people... Uh, have told me that, you know, that they thought that they were, quote-unquote, saved, right? And right. then the moment that they believe, they're like, oh, I got it now, I'm saved, right? And the moment they believe that, and then the devil hit them with something else, now they doubt it. And, yeah. and because they don't realize even a thought about being saved is from the devil. If you're saved, quote-unquote, saved, there's nothing to think about. There's no thinking. We have to become no thinkers. You want to live a life right. of not thinking, not a life of thinking. Nice. Right. So the moment the yeah. devil tell you, oh, you're over your vices, 
a storm is coming. You're going to fall into the storm. But if you just let that go by and don't give into it, knowing that it's not from you, you'll be fine. All right. All thoughts are all lies about anything. Practical thoughts, you live by that. You get in your truck, you drive, you drive 500 miles, and then you need some gas, you put the gas in, and you don't have to think about gas anymore until the next 500. Practical thought, you need to take the truck over to the dock and let them unload it. Those are just practical thoughts. You don't live by those. It's like a tool. Right. Yeah, and uh, it's just like that downtime too, you know. What about the downtime? It's like I, you know, I work all the time, and when when I when you know you don't got no, it seems like when I'm not working, that's I don't know what to do, you know. It's like that's when the thoughts hit me hard. So and so, what do you do when you downtime and you don't know what to do? You know, try to sit still for as you know possible. You know, may like stuff, but you know, then I then I they fall into the thoughts, and you know, it's that that chain reaction domino effect. You know, but the downtime is your finest hours because right. that's when you do sit and look at the devil. He's going to go crazy because you're not being distracted, and so you he's going to come upon you with all kind of images and. Uh, past and future thoughts and feelings and stuff like that, but sit and, and watch it and go through it. Because when you're so yeah. busy, you're not paying that much attention to the devil. He's piling on you, and you don't know it. Right. So your downtime right. is your finest hour. Be grateful for the downtime. And most people cannot handle the downtime, the alone time, because they feel like nothing. They feel unimportant. They feel nobody loves them. And they don't love nobody. And they feel like, I don't have any friends. My mama don't like me. My mama don't like you. And she likes everyone. (laughs) So if you think. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, like, it's like solitary confinement, man, in prison. You know, that's the scariest thing about right. being alone in a room by that, yourself. That's right. Most yeah. people cannot handle that. They have to turn the TV on or, or do something right. and running away from the very thing they can be saved from. Yeah. So when you are have that downtime and it's quiet and these thoughts which are of the devil come upon you, just sit there and look at him. Just look at him and go through it so you could be done with him. All right, yeah. Face it, run into it like the like the buffalo. That's right. Who somebody called the show or maybe a super chat and said that. Yeah. That stayed that. Yeah, with me, man, that the buffalo run into the storm, not away from the storm. Human beings run away from the storm mm-hmm. and not into it and they never be they never become free. Yep. They got to turn around and run into the storm. What the? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Josh. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, buddy. Bye. Yes, 888-7753-773. Run. Uh, there's one line open, folks. Run from uh, Texas. Run. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, I'm Jesse. How's it going? All is well, Ron. Hey, I just want to make uh, this announcement, announcement uh, that uh, Greg Abbott has just made it illegal for China to buy land in Texas and other countries. And he's also completed all negotiations with the private landowners along the border. So he, that means the he doing what? is going I'm sorry, he's doing what with the private land? He just made all negotiations. Just completed all negotiations with the uh, private landowners along the border. And so has he put the military on the border to stop the flow until all that happens? Well, he's, he's put uh, what, he, what he has, you know, uh, the 7,000. But he why does he put more? Yet. We, we, we talked about that last time. Uh, those uh, military people are out of the country. So he, he only has 1,000 he can use? 7,000. That he can use? 
Yeah. And they're on the border? That's right. Are they stopping the flow? Not really, because it's going to take more than that. There's over 2,000 uh, miles of uh, border to uh, be filled. And do you know how much it costs per mile to make the border wall? Let me just see where you're at on this. How much? Do you know how much it costs per mile? How much? Take a guess. I don't know. See where you're at. I don't know okay. where it is. $20 million per no. mile. Well, we send more than that per day to uh, Ukraine, so we have it. Oh, yeah, that's the federal government. Yeah, we have it. Uh, Governor Abbott didn't send any money to Ukraine. So, Governor Abbott, you like Governor as a, you like Abbott as your governor? He's the best governor that we have in this country. But he's the only one you have in Texas? No, no, no. He's, I said this country. So, you like Governor Abbott as your governor? That's right. Amazing. Well, cool. Well, we'll see what he do. He, I think he's a rhino, but I could be wrong, of course. Well, that's and, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to let you know. He should he put does. the, I think he should put, bring the military home and take care of home first it's before leaving them over there to take care of somebody else and let the people in Texas suffer. And that's he could do that if he wanted to do that. That's out of his power, sir. No, that's not. out of his power. <laughs> I don't know. Thank All right, you, Ron. Thank you. All right, buddy. 888-7753-773. Let me go to Brian, a first-time caller out of uh, New York. Hey, Brian, welcome to the show. You're on How the you air. Doing, Jesse? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. No, man, it's good. All is well. Yeah, I've been listening to your show for, uh, well, since it came on today. You said a whole bunch of things I found that were interesting. Um, my wife called Friday, so I was planning on giving you a call. We've been listening to you for the last couple weeks and stuff. And my, my, my question is, is, like, how am I supposed to forgive the government? Because I grew up in the DCFS system, so technically the government is my dad. So you resent the government? I don't. I don't so much resent the government, you know. Um, I just lot, 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 lot of things that that I flaws I see in the government and all different types of things. Uh, I, I got a lawsuit in California uh, with the, the DCFS system. So you said I don't really want to talk. Right. Don't, don't talk about it. Yeah. Don't put your business out there like that. But you. So uh, you asked me, should you forgive the government? Do you resent the government? Do I resent the government? No. Do you resent your parents? Do I resent my parents? No. You don't? Actually, you, you, uh, my, my, my wife found my dad about maybe a week ago. I spoke to him. I, mean, I, I forgave my dad. He's crying on the phone and everything. I'm like, yo, don't go give yourself a heart attack with all this crying now, you know? And he, he, he's like, yeah, but, you know, and he's saying, like, how, you know, yeah, you know how he, you know, he's all he was talking about the past, all his past experiences and stuff. I said, "Listen, I'm not in the past; I'm in the present." You know. And so you so, told him you forgive him. Yeah, I forgive him. Yeah. And you told him that. Yeah, I told him that. Yeah, I told him that. And how about your my, mother? My wife, uh, my mom. I forgive her too. She's a troublemaker, though. Did you tell her to yeah. that you forgive her? Yeah, I told her I forgive her. And what did she say uh, my, when my you mom, told her that? I'm to keep my distance from. Yeah, you should. But what did she say when you told her you forgive her? Uh, well, she, you know, she makes excuses and stuff. Uh, you know, she always puts someone, something or some someone in the way of her wrongdoings. Oh, so when you told your mother I forgive you, and she said, "Well, it was somebody else that did it." More or less speaking, yes. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't resent the government, there's no reason to forgive the government. The government, it's, well, it's the people, uh, and the government have okay, the same so spirit I, that everyone else have. Okay, well, they, 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 uh, how about this? Uh, you, you talk about Trump, all right? Trump being the president. Now, Biden's the president. Technically speaking, with our, um, with our technology today, we don't even need a president. Uh, you got the House, you got the Congress, and you got the Pentagon, all right, which makes up our three branches of government. Now, they, they don't make the Pentagon a branch of government, they make the executive branch. Now, the president itself does not have the right to declare war, 
but he does, he, but he can't send troops overseas. Only Congress can declare war. But with that aside, and the bill is presented into the House to the Senate, and then the Senate gives it to the president, and the president. Right, because I'm tired. What point are you trying to make? I'm not. I'm not getting my it. point. My, my my point is is the people in the United States can vote on laws that are passed. We don't need the president to do that. But you need a president to watch over Congress. You need a president to watch over the the people who are under uh, the president because those people will go out of control. No, that's the Pentagon. The Pentagon deals with foreign affairs. But still, we need the president, man. What the? Are you the head of your wife? I'm the head of my wife. But what does the president do? But uh, Brian, I don't really know what you what you where you're going with all this. Because you asked me if well, you should forgive them, you say, and I told you, yes, forgive the government. And now you're going into you don't need a president. We don't need a president. Uh, I don't. I don't think we need a president because the president uh, vetoes or passes. What is making you think that about that? What is causing you to think that way? Well, because the reason why I think like that now is when the president, the executive branch was formed, it was formed in a time of lack of, we have, for better words, uh, a lack of technology. So the president spoke for the people. But with technology today, we don't need a president. But technology can fail. Well, we have Biden in office, so that is very true. Did you vote for Biden? No. You vote for the Great White Hope? No. Oh, you don't vote? I, I just got I just got out of prison. I did ten years. Oh, I see. Okay, so you're not able to vote. But yes, I, yes, I can vote. Yes. Oh, you can. But are you a felon? With, am I a felon? Yes. And so felons can vote. In New York, yes. Oh, okay. Can you vote for the president? Would I vote? Uh, I say, well, are you able like, to, as like, a felon, like, can you I like vote? The views. No, yes, no, no, Brian. Like as views. a felon, can you vote for a president? Yes. And so, are you going to vote for the Great White Hope this time around? I'm more than likely, yes. I will vote for Trump. Right on. Although I, I do not like Trump's words. He, he, he has a very bad vocabulary. Life worth, for example. The, 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 well. I mean, vocabulary, it's words and context. Uh, for instance, like racist. Racist is a noun. So being that racist is a noun, it has no antonyms or synonyms. So you can't make a contrast to the word. Are you white? Me, I'm white. You're white? Yes. Oh, so you don't like him because, I mean, you vote for him, but you don't like his word because he doesn't speak clearly? Correctly? He, he, a lot of broken English. He's not. He's not a public speaker. He doesn't. He, isn't he that nice? He's trying to reach he, the blacks he, too. He's not a smooth talker. No, he's a good president, but he's not a smooth talker. He, does, he doesn't know how. He, he's a terrible talker. But listen, he, Brian. He, how will he reach the blacks if he doesn't have broken English? How will they understand? Well, you got a point there, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but that, that's not even fair either. Too on top of that, because there's a lot of educated black people. You know, I grew up in the DCFS system. I'm white. I remember the first time I walked into a room full of white people. It was so uncomfortable. I was looking around, and it was like, there's all these white people. Is your wife white? white? My wife is white. I'm white. I'm in a room full of white people, and I feel out of place. Why? Because I grew up around black people. So being in a room full of black people, I didn't notice it. But the first time I was in a room full of white people... I noticed it. It made me feel very uncomfortable. Brian, I got to run, buddy. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it, all right? Uh, I know what you mean by that, but it's all in the mind. It's really all in the mind. Uh, Dane, is it? Dane, uh, first time call out of Florida. Dana, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing this morning? All is well, sir. How are you? I'm well. Um, I called because I was, I've been uh, very inspired and encouraged. Come back to your phone, buddy. Come back closer to your phone. Yeah, yeah. What it it is is I'm on my, um, let me pull out my other uh, ear ear bar. Okay, hold on. Don't hang up. Hold on. Uh, We'll get that straight and I'll come back to you. Lisa is out of Texas. Uh, Let's see here. 
Lisa, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. How are you? All is well, Lisa. How are you? I'm well. Um, so my question is uh, about women in modern politics. <clears throat> so um, I found myself uh, wanting, I mean, our country is going, oh, my gosh, to hell in a handbasket. Forgive my language. Um, and so, and I, and I totally a hundred thousand percent believe in the order of God. I believe that, you know, that it's a patriarch that, you know, God, Christ, Christ, man, man, woman, woman, child. Um, and then I'll, but I, and then I also look around and, uh, I don't see a lot of men getting involved and I get it. I mean, women have been nagging and yakking and they don't shut up. And anytime a man tries to speak, they tell them that they're being chauvinistic and they're talking down to them. So men have like, they've thrown in the towel and they're fishing or at a football game or hunting. But so, the men should not uh, give into that. Just because the no, woman is howling, totally, the men should not give into it. Right. No, I totally agree. Um, so what I found myself, I found myself wanting to, uh, wanting to do something, wanting to help. And then I found myself at the local GOP uh, precinct chair meetings, and then I found myself... And so um, your question, because I'm tired, your question for me is what? So what What? What should women who uh, recognize and realize the trajectory of the nation um, and want to help to do something about it, I mean, should we get involved at all? Because what I did is I started getting involved, and everywhere I look, I saw women stepping into leadership positions and I found myself about to step into a decent, uh, you know, and, and I was like, what are you doing? This is not, this is not going to work. Like this path, this direction is not going to work. So I kind of pulled back. Um, so, I mean, do I just, because I am, because I'm so not your, a man. Your, I, your question, direct question for me is what? Should women be involved in politics at all? Number one, if they're married with children, no. Number two, if they're not married, they can help out by being the secretary or, or shorthand or, uh, uh, you know, helping go out there and put knock on doors, that kind of stuff if they're not married. But they should never get in a leadership role where they are over men. Or really anyone because it's not in, in their nature. I remember growing up, women helped, but they helped in a womanly way. You know, like they they had the coffee ready when the man got back from the field. They when they were school teachers and things, they they followed the principle and he you know, he led the way and they made sure that they did what they're supposed to be doing. They never tried to take over and be the man. It's like it was a natural instinct for women to do natural things that women should be doing. It wasn't up for argument or fight or anything. And I, I don't disagree. My question, I guess my direct question to you would be, if there is an empty seat and nobody's standing for it, it should stay empty before a woman fills it. Is Ab- that, what, that abso- correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because okay. even if a woman took over that seat, it's still going to be empty because all of her decisions would be wrong. Gotcha. That makes sense? Yeah, no, I, I, get, I mean, that's why I'm here. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I found myself there, and I'm like, what are you, like, I could recognize that I was becoming part of the problem. <laughs> are you, you have a family, Lisa? <laughs> no, I'm 44, my son's 19, I'm divorced. I'm, oh, okay. So, I think I'm just going to buy some land somewhere. And nice. Raise animals or something and just, like, get that's out right. of, uh, That's anyway. right. Thank you, Lisa. All right, Jesse. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. 888-7753-773. Back in a moment. Wish you'd been around then. For I was sure something to see. The older I get, the better I used to be. I have books that are amazing. Highly recommend you get them. Seven Guaranteed Steps to Spiritual, Family, and Financial Success Guide. Even if you're not starting a business, but you have a job. Or you're on welfare. It can help you 
if you do. Be doers of the word, all right? From rage to responsibility. From rage. That's what I write about in the first chapter, especially how I overcame. Scam. How the black leadership exploits black Americans. They are using them. And blacks are too willing to be used. And then my last book, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. They are all amazing books, and they are helpful. Go to RebuildingTheMan.com if you want an autograph copy, or call 800-411-2663. live in a pod and own nothing. I'm an anti-racist and I'm a- Beta! 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 Toughen up, Soy Jack. Get your protein from a non-liberal soy. Try Afrojection. Amazing! Wow. It really is. Amazing! 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 Amazing. Go to BigClubUSA.com to order Alpha Jerky now. Become a man. Become alpha. Amazing. Alpha drinking. And you can, uh, uh, when you go to BigClubUSA.com to purchase your alpha jerky or any other the items that they have there, you can use the code JLP33. JLP33, you get 15% off of your purchases. All right? Purchase. Use the code JLP33, and they are good. Really. We tested them in the office. They're good. So check it out. And the latest form, this Thursday Ladies for Ladies Only, at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, the first meeting of this year for Ladies Only, every third Thursday night. For ladies only. Also, if you want counseling, we have the best counseling service. And uh, this out of heaven, you might need one, I mean two. Some people want to follow up. That's up to you. But whether it's by phone, Skype, or walk-in, go to rebuildingdemand.com, rebuildingdemand.com, or call 800-411-BOND. 800-411-2663 to make your set of appointment, all right? And uh, the hate report, hake, H-A-K, is coming up at the top of this hour. The hake report.com. Also, Nick Stream on YouTube. Check it out. And for some of you that might not know, Nick is going full-time talk show. As soon as we replace him with a producer of the Jesse Peterson show. So we're working on getting a new producer so we can get him in here and get him trained. And Nick will be going five days a week. And we have a couple more surprised talk shows that is becoming a part of the network here. We're building a network of uh, talk, 24-hour network. All talk, all day, all night long. All right? So uh, one brick at a time. We're getting it done, and thank you. Also, one last thing I want to tell you. Blah, 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 blah. Personalized shout-outs. 
a birthday shout-out, a wedding shout-out, congratulations shout-out, encouragement shout-outs, Happy New Year shout-outs, wherever you can go to Cameo, C-A-M-E-O, dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. All right, let me go to Elena, a first-time caller out of Turkey, heard around the world. Elena, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hello. Hey, Elena. How are you? All this well. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Nice. Um, my question is, um, why is it so hard for humans to forgive their parents? Are you referring to yourself? Yes, but I was also talking about most because the ego nature of the devil, which is of the devil, they think that is them. It it doesn't want to admit that he is wrong. The devil cannot admit that he's wrong. And anyone that has anger in their heart has the nature, the, the identity of the devil, and they cannot admit that they're wrong until they are ready to overcome the nature of the devil. So uh, my mother has done really horrible things to me, and uh, my father abused me, beat me. He beat me. You and, told uh, about to beat me. Yeah, he, <laughs> he actually did. And I also went to a really uh, like Islamic school. Um, it was, uh, and then later on, turned out like uh, attempted a coup on my country. Um, to take over the government and I was there for eight years and I was screaming out like I I was telling them that I don't belong in this school and they still like they kept me in there by force uh, I'm an ex-Muslim um, my name was Elif and I turned it to Elena uh, married a British man and found God and, um, like, I suffered through uh, really bad uh, Islamic abuse. They would force me to pray, force me to wear a headscarf and all of that. And then uh, now I'm just trying to get over and recover from it. And when you say you found God, how do you know you found God? Um, I believe in Jesus. And I believe in uh, staying away from sin. Uh, I'm in a monogamous relationship with my husband. I have a child, and I'm trying to obey my husband and uh, trying to walk the straight and narrow. And so how do you know you found God? You told me the things you're doing, but you didn't tell me how you know you found God or so Jesus. I have actually seen things uh, from him. I have actually uh, witnessed him, and I speak to him. Um, I love him so much, and I try to read my Bible. And so how do you know you found God? Uh, I don't know, I guess. You don't know you found him? I feel him inside of me. What does he feel like? It feels good, free, and uh, love. Um, you said that you believe in Jesus? Yes, I believe in Jesus Christ. And why do you think you believe in him? Uh, because you're real, um, and I... Um, really feel myself really close with him. And um, I see a lot of things in the Bible making perfect logical sense. And everything around me just uh, speaks to me of him. And so how can you know how to, you love Jesus? Yes. How can you love him and hate your enemy? I should not. So how is it that you love him and hate your enemy? Uh, I actually do not, but there is a war inside of me. 
a fight that I don't want to rage it anymore and I feel like I need to lay it down. And um, So you want to overcome the war that's happening inside of you? Yes. You got to forgive your parents? You got to forgive yes. you got to forgive the Islamic stuff you went through? You yes. cannot have any anger toward anyone including yourself. If you want to know God, if you want to know Jesus and God, you got to let all bitterness go. You must forgive. It was wrong what they have done to you based on what you've said, but they can help it just as you cannot help yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have to realize that it was evil working through them, just like evil won't let you have peace right now within yourself, even though you marry, you have children and You've gone through a lot, you said, but you yet don't have peace. And the only reason you don't have peace because you don't have love. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. I was actually, uh, I, I have to live in Turkey right now because uh, we're not in a good financial situation and we can't go to Britain. I don't really want to go there because it's just a horrible place. Uh, it's just gone. Uh, you want to leave Turkey or you don't want to leave? I kind of do uh, because it's Muslim uh, and I just want to be in a Christian country. But I also don't want to go to England because it's the political uh, situation, uh, the far right, uh, far left situation is too much. Yeah. Uh, and I tried to go to school there, but it was just, I felt really horrible. And I was, I was trying to study psychology as well. And I realized that it's from the devil, actually, and I just didn't belong in there, and I couldn't do it. Over here, we got a very conservative government, and we don't have gay marriage, and uh, we don't have all of that stuff. But it's still, it's satanic because it's Muslim. Well, um, you can so have, if you let go of your anger by forgiving, yeah. you can have peace right in Turkey or in Europe, wherever you live, and the world be messed up around you because... The people who are running the world have the same spiritual issues that you're having, mm -hmm. and they're 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 attacking one another, trying to be at peace, and it doesn't work. But you can have peace right there in Turkey or anywhere else if you overcome the anger. You got to have you gone to your mother and forgiven her? Uh, actually, they were here last Christmas. Uh, this Christmas, and uh, I really like made a nice big dinner for them and uh, my, uh, my child play with them and all of that. But still, like, uh, something happened that, like, my uh, father's cousin, uh, he was living in our house and then uh, we weren't married to my husband yet. And he lived with us for four years uh, because my mother is the Oedipal mother type. And she just, uh, she was so upset that I was going to England and uh, she had to have someone else. Like, and she started like adopting this person, my father's cousin. He's like a 40 year old man, but he's a child in a 40 year old fat man's body. And he, yeah, he literally got into our life, so involved in our life. He wrecked it all. And, uh, turns out, that he's a sex offender and he was living in my house for that long. And then I realized that, like, I, I, I couldn't feel safe even in my own home. Like, and even though they're Muslims and Islam prohibits this situation, like, you cannot be living with a person who is uh, even related to you if you're a married woman like, related to your husband or your husband's brother, you're not allowed to be uh, in the same house as them. By my, but my mother uh, thought of this as perfectly normal and fine because she, she was lonely and she needed someone else to eat because I was going to England. So why did you let your mother come to your house? Go to your house? Because I forgave her. and Did you tell her that? Yes. Uh -huh. you now told, this person is gone. You told your mother that you forgive her for what she done to you? Yes. And what did she say? Um, she's actually, uh, she's still a bit, I think, um, 
she's still trying to get to me. And she hates the fact that I consider myself as a Greek uh, because uh, Turkish people are genetically Greek, but they do not know it, uh, and they haven't come to the truth yet. And I'm so, a Christian. And so if you forgave her, why do you even communicate with her at all if she's unwilling to change? Why do you communicate yeah, with uh, her? She, she, I'm not trying to communicate any of these things, and I'm not trying to get polit- political or anything, but she still tries to get her kicks at me. Why don't you block her? Yes, I think I should. You should block she her. She's a headache. You should block yeah, her. She, she totally is. And uh, they did so much damage to me. And and again, uh, when I was pregnant, they hurt me. And uh, I was thing. Um, this uh, house that we were living in was so cheap. But now, uh, because of the inflation and all of that in Turkey, it got super expensive. But I couldn't buy it in time, and I was trying to keep them around. And uh, now we lost so much money because of it as well. Uh, so is this man gone too? This man that was living there, he gone now? Yes, and I w- when I was pregnant, they told me that he was still there after all of this thing happened. And he molested me in front of my mother. And my mother said, no, no such thing happened. He hit me. And then uh, he did something horrible, sexual. Was your husband living there too? No, he wasn't. He was in England working at the time. Oh. Uh, Yeah, and I had to live with her. And uh, this guy was perfectly, um, like, behaving like a normal person. And then he was calling me his sister. You're my sister, you're my sister. How old are you? And all of that. Uh, I'm 24. You're 24? How old is your husband? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 29. Oh, okay. And so your question for me is what? Uh, I guess uh, I got my answer. I have to block her. I have to get them both off, off, out of my life. Um, I, I, I was uh, in between because I was feeling so much rage and uh, I was feeling so sad. Uh, and I still wanted to honor them because they're my parents. And sometimes I see them even uh, saying that Jesus is Lord, and then they <laughs> change their minds like later on because they're kind of using it against me because I, they see how my heart softens toward them uh, when they call my God, God. And uh, it kind of gives them control over me. Um, and I just hate it, and I think that you're right, sir. Thank you so much. Well, let me tell you this, uh, Elena, let me tell you, you got to forgive them, both of them, your father and your mother, and all the Mm -hmm. stuff that happened to you. You will overcome it spiritually when you forgive. Your body will heal, but your spirit won't heal until you forgive. It was wrong, but you got to forgive so your whole, you can become whole. Your body, your spirit and your body will heal and you'll be fine. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. And then block your 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 parents if they're a headache. Block them. You don't have to t- communicate with your mother. Give her the finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever given anyone the finger? Yes, yeah, so many people. <laughs> I had to because I got uh, I suffered with so much uh, from uh, um, his sisters as well. They stole from us. I got black boyfriends. Um, you had a black boyfriend? Yeah, the gangsters and stuff. You had a black boyfriend? No, no, I did not. You're... My husband's sister. Oh, I see. Uh, and she stole from us uh, a lot of money. And so um, you're Arab. You're Arab, right? No, I don't consider myself an Arab, actually. Uh, I'm I'm white. Uh, I'm, I'm blonde with green eyes. Nice. But, um, yeah, I, I actually think most Turkish people are white, but they don't know it. Uh, most of our genetic material is uh, sorry, Greek and uh, Armenian. And uh, people are, a lot of people here are white, but even though we're bombarded with immigrants, oh. uh, mainly normal families are just generally white. And they're super white, like you can see uh, women that look Scandinavian even. Amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, so, but they don't know the truth. 
are they're blinded by uh, hundreds of years of invasion and Islam. Yeah. So let me ask: Do your husband protect you from the in-laws, his folks, and your folks? Does he fight to keep you safe from them? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you he, obey your husband? Yes, I do. I try to. Sometimes we fight because of all the stuff that happened. But I love him more than anything, and I would die for him. And do is he is your husband poor? A little bit. Like it's not like they're super rich, but he can afford a nice house here, and he always uh, buys all the groceries, anything that I need, everything. Like, and he takes good care of my child. Is it his He's child too? A lovely dad. Is it his child? Sorry? Is it his child as well? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. So here's what I recommend. All right. Uh, have you heard? How long have you been listening to the show? For a long time. My husband loves you so much. Have you heard me talk about the silent prayer? Yes. Have you tried it yet? Yes. And are you doing it every morning, every night? No. I want to recommend you do it. Every do your little hoop of the holler stuff. I don't know if you're doing Allah U Abba or what, but do your little hoop of the holler stuff. And then be still and know God, all right? Do the silent prayer, www.silentprayer.video. And so you can come out of the imagination and you'll be fine. Yes, sir. And when you come out of the imagination, you're you're going to forget about the past or the future. There will be no past. And there will be no future. All you will have is right now, and you will always be with God. And with him in the present, all is well. It's amazing. And you will forget about the past, and you will not think about the future at all. You'll be fine. But you got to be still so that God can bring you out of the imagination, which is of the devil. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yes, yeah, yes, sir. Like, I'm trying to be a more competent housewife, and um, I'm trying to get a degree in English Lit. So um, I'm trying to get us out of the situation. So, And my husband is working very hard. We're good. And, so do the silent prayer then. Do the silent prayer yes. so you can mm-hmm. see your way out of the situation. You will. God love you. He love us. And if we give up and let him take over, He'll show you how to overcome all situations. Yes. So do the silent prayer and then block your mama so that she doesn't harass you. Wish her well. Don't be angry at her. But block her so you don't have to deal with her, all right? Heaven help her. Yeah. God help her. I I hope that she will come to the truth herself as well. Well, that's up Uh, to her. I I want her saved. And that's up to her. And the way you honor your parents, it just means don't resent them. You don't have to play with them, but just don't resent them, and you'll be fine. Yes, sir. Don't be Thank angry. Thank you so much. Uh, Elena, Thank you so much. call me again. God bless you. And God bless you. I'm so happy. Do the silent prayer and call me again, all right? Okay, Pastor. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a good night. You too. I got to take a break. Hate is coming over to Hate News back in a moment. Amen. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy. They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old, of all races. I understand. I know why, and I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. heard of crypto it's over already too late 
It's cold up here in the north, but hot down under. And so, too, is the Russophobic censorship at the Australian Open. That's a tennis tournament. Selena Gomez owns body shamer trolls on Instagram or somewhere. And get in nature. It beats medication per a study in some cases. And TikTok is under restriction from 31 states. Oh, anti-China sentiment. This is the end of Hour 2 of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Tuesday, Country and Western Tuesday, January 17th, 2023 A.D. Women's Forum in two days, third Thursday of the month, January 19th, 7 p.m. Here at Bond in Los Angeles for ladies only. Go to rebuildingtheman.com slash events, rebuildingtheman.com slash events. Or you can call 1-800-411-BOND. 800-411-2663 if you need more info. It's a highlight of the month, ladies. Don't miss it. Uh, men's forums are always excellent for men only. Women's forums are third Thursday for ladies only. Men's forums first Thursday. Unless something comes up. So check the website or give us a call. But it's it's scheduled. Do it. Uh, crypto is so trendy right now. Coming on Sense Network, CNN reports. Cryptocurrencies are rebounding after giving, getting pummeled by losses for the better part of last year, or the worst part of last year, am I right? This is prompting speculation that the so-called crypto winter, the digital asset world's equivalent of a bear market, is over. Bear, I guess, means going down? I don't know. Uh, Bitcoin, the world's most popular crypto, is up 25% over the past month, hovering above $20,000 per Bitcoin for the first time since November following the collapse of the crypto trading platform FTX by that supposedly white guy, not a normal white, not a Christian. Uh, Ethereum, the number two crypto, is up more than 30% over the past, not you, Siri, over the past month, uh, trading above $1,500 on Monday. Still, Bitcoin is substantially down from its peak in November 2021, just shy of $69,000. Amazing. Two months ago, when FTX imploded and sent shockwaves through the industry, Bitcoin plummeted to a two-year low of $15,480. What a mess. Boring, the Australian Open, but there is drama. Comedy Nonsense Network's CNN reports, some players, that's tennis players, not LeBron James, I don't think he's playing this year, at the Australian Open expressed irritation today after extreme heat, extreme heat, postponed play for hours at the tennis tournament. Global warming is real down under. Uh, As temperatures reached almost 97 degrees Fahrenheit, that's not that hot. Is it humid or something? Uh, Organizers announced at around 2 p.m. local time that matches on outdoor courts would come to a halt. Were their tennis shoes melting to the ground? I don't know. Separately, a Russian flag that was displayed in the stands at the Grand Slam event I guess that's a tennis event, has sparked controversy and a rules update from Tennis Australia. Fans will no longer be allowed to bring Russian or even Belarusian flags to the side of the tournament, officials said, citing the conflict in Ukraine. Lame. The decision comes after Ukraine's ambassador to Australia, quote, strongly condemned, unquote, the Russian flag being displayed Monday. During a first-round match between Ukraine's Katerina Bindel and Russia's Kamila Rakhimova. So is a Russian woman playing? Why can't she? Anyway, pure evil victim perpetrators. Am I right? Globo homo for you. They're not for free speech. Selena Gomez responds to body shamers. Common Nonsense Network CNN reports. The singer and actress shared a message about body positivity after trolls on social media criticized her at the Golden Globes. Maybe we'll tell you about it in the Hake Report, maybe not. Enjoying nature may lessen the need for some medications, according to a study. Common Nonsense Network says visiting nature associated with lowering the odds of using blood pressure pills and uh, mental health medications. Whatever that means. I'm James Hake, now into JLP, Hour 3.
What an excellent Jesse Lee Peterson show. The Jesse Lee Peterson show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Thank you, Nick and Hassan and JLP.